This is the State of Energy. I'm Randy Witt, along with a man that Bigfoot calls a legend. <laughs> Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association, fresh back from Nashville. How is Nashville? Actually, we should introduce you as, as uh, the man that Nashville Chicken calls hot. Nashville hot. Man, Nashville's a fun town. It's getting crowded, though. We've, we've oh, been yeah. going to Nashville for, for a decade now, and it's that place is booming that's a that's a happening place well yeah it's nice when you know gas is below three dollars a gallon people seem gen- you know generally happy <laughs> the, the chicken's good the music's good yeah. it was it was a fun time yeah actually my taste buds are still recovering from the last time i ate nashville chicken yeah we tried to we tried to find some nashville hot chicken here in town we it was oh it was okay but it was it's just not the same no, no, it's there's something the special. There's something special down there. Uh, we are the state of energy. We are going to let you know how propane can improve your life, your wallet, and the environment in a, just a very simple way. Uh, you can find out more about uh, propane and about this show and about Tom Clark and why Bigfoot calls him a legend by going to thestateofenergy.com. That is thestateofenergy.com. Where to buy a pro- uh, button there in case you uh, want to find out where you can buy propane around you. Also listen to our past shows, uh, some rebate opportunities. And we're also on Instagram, at the State of Energy. And do you know who Holographic U is? Uh, holographic U? Yeah. No. That's one of our followers. You tipped us off on fountain.fm. Hmm. Very uh, avid uh, Instagram follower. So thank you, Holographic You. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna, we're gonna check that one out. Yeah, Fountain FM. Good stuff. Now, uh, Tom, there's a lot going on in the world, and you've talked to a lot of people in the biz over the past uh, week or so as you've been traveling. And uh, it seems like the government is sho- shoving us into electric heating that has heat pumps and then limiting the refrigerants that needed to uh, heat those pumps. Isn't that strange? It's kind of odd. So we've talked about heat pumps a lot, right? So what what is a what is a heat pump? It's it's basically you take your air conditioner and you run it backwards so that the heat that is created outside when you're you're cooling your inside of your house that that heat is displaced outside that your fans running it's it's usually loud you don't have it next to your barbecue or your or your your patio you have it on the side of your house and it, they're they're loud and they're obnoxious and but the, and they're hot too if you were standing there by it it's going to be blowing hot air but for a heat pump to work you do that you do this in the opposite and you push that you, you push that refrigerant, the hot side of it, into your house, and you turn on your fan and your furnace fan, and it blows that hot air through your house. And this is this is the new um, this is the new way of heating your home. This is going to save the world is using a heat pump instead of a furnace. But it uses this freon, <laughs> which is really really bad for the environment. Yeah, it's so bad. It is. It's horrible. Yeah, it's so bad that that we are going to start banning it well yeah i mean well here's the the fox news headline this is the best headline of the week biden's cold war anti-air conditioner regulations keep piling up and so now that air conditioning season is upon us uh people are going to be turning on their systems for the first time since last summer hoping to get some cold air and those that don't will need repairs which may require replacing refrigerant that is leaked out of the system and unfortunately the new environmental protection agency regulations epa 
our limiting supplies of these <laughs> refrigerants. The result of the law targeting them as contributors to climate change. The production quotas have driven up their price about threefold, and an average recharge may cost between 100 to $500 more than before the provisions took effect, depending on how much you need. This doesn't surprise me that this comes from Fox News. Uh, I don't know if you if you saw some of that uh, some of those clips from the uh, uh, when when Biden was talking at the what do they call that the media the media roast or whatever that he did. Oh, the uh, the the uh, dinner the uh, correspondence dinner. Yeah, there you go. The cor- he didn't have. He didn't have much nice things to say about Fox, so that was kind of funny. But <laughs> did he mention Tucker Carlson a couple times for some reason? Wow! But but the the whole point of this is this is real. This is and this has been going on for a while. So the EPA has made uh, some some changes. EPA. Has made some changes uh, to the rules for this this Freon, and they're 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 claiming that this can cost you. Anywhere from a hundred to five hundred dollars more to have an older system recharged, and then a a new system could could go up to over a thousand dollars for for a new system. And and funny thing is, is the 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 air conditioning business is is supporting this can you imagine why <laughs> it's like someone saying i know you don't like the band but i want to go to this concert and i need you to drive and pay for the ticket well they get to sell more units because when your old one goes out yeah. and they're like well you you have the old you have the old style freon and you're gonna have to pay a whole bunch more to get this thing recharged it's the uh, mobile phone platform. It's the same system they do. Hey, you know, it's been a year. We got a new phone out. Oh, yours is dying. Oh, that's horrible. Yours quit working today. In, that's in weird. The, and the warranty just ran out. Hmm. But 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 if you take this heat pump deal that we're being forced on, and you get everybody addicted to the heat pumps, and then all of a sudden you you spring this on them that oh by the way. Uh, this stuff you're using in your your heat pump isn't any good for the environment anyway. So now we're going to make you uh, upgrade your system again. And it, it's 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 just going to drive uh, inflation even higher. It really is. It's just going to everything's going to go up. All of the cost of heating and cooling your house now has uh, just gone up some more. And and the the craziest part about this is like why are we even talking about air conditioners? On the state of energy, it's supposed to be this propane show. Because guess what propane is? It's uh, a solution to climate change. It's a, it, it is also a refrigerant. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's really good for the environment. If it, if it leaks, it goes back into the ground where it came from. It doesn't go up into the atmosphere. It's not, a, it's not an ozone gas. It's not a greenhouse gas. Even when, it's in, even when it's leaking out, unlike natural gas, which becomes now uh, a methane and goes up into the air and, and is a greenhouse gas propane is neither it's not a greenhouse gas and it's great for refrigerant and actually we've been using propane for a alternative to freon for a really long time this has been going on for for decades and in in fact if you check uh some of your i, I know you got beautiful hair and you probably use a lot of product You'll see some of that. It's a clip-on. Is it a clip-on? I need yeah, to give me one. On. Some of that is propane or butane instead of uh, that the nasty stuff that they had back in the back in the nineties when it was uh, 
it was a, a bad, you know, there was a big hole in the ozone layer and it was because of your hair product that you were using. Well, actually, but to help offset that, uh, instead of a blow dryer, I go outside and stand behind uh, the heating unit. And when the air blows out, <laughs> I'm like doing a two for one. That's your, that's your, your part uh, in, in climate change is you're, you're helping <laughs> by not using the electric blow dryer. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah I just walk outside and stand behind the uh, condi- er, uh, cooling unit. The air conditioner. Yeah, exactly. That's nice. what I do. Uh, and I do like this uh, story from Prospect.org. And the headline, The Hank Hill Solution to Climate Change. This is basically we're talking propane, folks. It's a solution. Yeah. It, it, this is a solution for this this uh, Freon problem that we have. Because the, the, the world is growing a lot faster than the United States is. And when you start talking about some of these developing countries that are in super hot tropic locations... Uh, like India or Pakistan or Nigeria, these guys are are going to use whatever whatever Freon they can get their hands on, right? <laughs> and, and some of this yeah. stuff is like super powerful greenhouse gases that are what is this thousands or tens of th- tens of thousands of times stronger than the carbon dioxide? Like this is potent stuff. Yeah, and propane. Yeah, it's like Aquanet, like a thousand it, times over. You can use propane for this Freon, and and you're gonna think, oh well, propane's flammable. I don't want I don't want this refrigerant of, of propane inside of my house. Well, they've been doing it for a long time, and it doesn't take as much as you would think. It's a very small amount of 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 the gas that helps run the that is the refrigerant for these air conditioning units and it's not it's not a big user of propane this is not like uh we're gonna we're gonna boost all the sales of propane it's gonna come save the day in air conditioning units but it is an alternative to it just happens to be a better option it's an alternative for for the cooling and it's clean it's environmentally friendly and it's there, and it's just one of the many, many things that propane can do to be a solution to to the climate change that that we're all going through, that we're all going to pay part of this big this big change that we're doing as as a country, uh, and and that's just one of the the small things that propane can do to help clean up the environment. Yeah, and the summary of the prospect.org story uh, is propane certainly deserves a much larger share of the refrigerant market than it currently has, particularly for domestic use. With just a little attention from regulators, the global heating and cooling industry could be tipped into a more efficient, more climate-friendly status. It seems we're like the booty call. It's like <laughs> Texas. Like, you know, they want to do the freaking, they want to do the windmills. They freeze. What do they do? It's after hours. We don't know what to do propane comes in same thing now with air conditioning units or cooling units it's just you know hey you know we have all these different things you know freon's horrible for the environment it's going to cost 10 times or whatever it is going to be more expensive but propane once again is sitting here ready to jump in here if you need us and happens to be the better option all the way around there's an expected 3.7 billion air conditioners to be in operation by 2050 (laughs) <laughs> 3.7 billion air conditioners and and basically this is saying uh there's a there's another article from this new scientist that's Ooh, yeah. saying that if if you used propane instead of this freon and i don't know what the official word is for the freon because there's uh there's different versions of that but uh they're, they're saying this could change the global warming from 
one degree, or was it three degrees Fahrenheit? 0.1 degrees Celsius. Which 0.1 is, degrees Celsius of global warming by the end of the century, which is three degrees Fahrenheit. Three degrees Fahrenheit. That's, that's, isn't that the whole goal is to try to reduce this by three degrees anyway? Like, well, yeah, they, uh, that's big. To, now this would help considering to achieve the Paris Agreement's target of limiting warming to 1.5 degrees Celsius above pre-industrial levels. The planet must not warm more than about 0.3 degrees Celsius, which is nine degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, there you go. So propane could solve a third, thirty percent of all of this global warming, if you just used it for air conditioning. Yeah, and give, imagine all the money we'd save too. Oh man, we're we're dumping so much money in into all of this clean electricity. Well, not even clean electricity, just trying to use electricity, and then we're going to try to figure out how to clean it up later. But people's electric bills are going sky high they're going they're going through the roof yeah yeah you think energy bills have been high buckle up buttercup we're going to get into that in just a second want to remind everyone that you are listening to the state of energy that man is tom clark he's the smart guy he's the executive director with rocky mountain propane association he's got a fine beard (laughs) Uh, my name is randy witt you can find out more about the show and how propane can improve your life by going to the stateofenergy.com that is the stateofenergy.com and uh you know we should there's a lot of places to start here but time magazine did some digging and i love the uh the quote that edison would likely be impressed by all the things electricity powers in american homes today and but he wouldn't be so impressed by the way that we get the electricity in fact america's energy system would not seem particularly modern to anyone that lived a hundred years ago <laughs> model t's were delivering parts of this energy grid we have where did we get our, our original uh, electricity sources from do you remember uh, uh, I wasn't around at the time. It was it was it was hydro though. <laughs> yeah. You know yes. they, they 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 started over uh, with with hydro dams. Yeah. Uh, and 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 now we're dependent on coal and natural gas. And some people's electric bills are are sky high. And this in this article you're talking about from Time Magazine, uh, the 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 guy that wrote this article is saying what his his bill was seven hundred dollars a month and then it went up 13 percent is that what it says no you know it was more than that no it said the average bill and uh, the average bill went up 13 percent. that's the average across the country and that was last year just last year just that was last year it's higher now and of course it's uh, you know subject to the area you live southern california utah i guess we're paying more than folks maybe in new hampshire well, now, see, so that's the thing that we got going on for us here in, in Utah, Idaho, Wyoming. We have pretty relatively cheap electricity. And I know you, you don't have cheap electricity in California. And, and it seems like the East Coast, West Coast areas do not have inexpensive electricity. Utah, Montana, Wyoming, Idaho, it's, it's, it's fairly inexpensive or it's affordable at least. But that's, that's going to be a short-lived uh, that's going to be a short-lived deal because the electricity that we have here is dirty. It's it's made from coal. It's made from natural gas. And we're constantly looking uh, at regulations that are going to 
try to clean up our electricity. And, and this is, this usually starts at, uh, on the coasts, right? We've seen California do it. We've seen this mm-hmm. story out of New York that claims that they're going to clean up their electricity and get rid of all the natural gas and coal. And they're going to go with a hundred percent renewable electricity with just in the next seven years, six years. They are bat s crazy in New York. I have no idea what they're doing there. Um, but yeah, it's uh, they're going to say that um, it, it says it's it, what it says is by 2030, New York um, Power Authority is going to run completely on renewable energy. Yeah, it, it'll require uh, municipality owned properties, including many hospitals and schools, as well as public housing and public transit transit to switch to renewable energy completely by 2035 as well. And all these stories are already out there, especially in New York and New England, about these people that are paying electric bills that are more than their house payment. That's right. That, that's how that's how crazy these electric bills are are getting in these in these areas. Now, we think that oh, we're in Utah, we're safe, we're in Montana, we're in Idaho, we're in Wyoming, we're 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 isolated from these ideas, but no. <laughs> The, the you EP- see what's going on in Montana <laughs> in, their, in their state government there? The, <laughs> They're not insulated. This, th- what's going on right now, though, is this new EPA good neighbor rule right. is requiring these power plants to cut their emissions in half in just in the next couple of years. And that, and we all think, oh, that's a great thing. We this is great. We should do this. We should we should clean up our electricity. It sounds great, but how do we get there? It it sounds great until you get the bill, and then you're like, oh wow, I have to use an electric heat pump, mm-hmm. and uh, now my Freon, I can't use that, so that was more money. My my electricity bill went oh, sky high just because now I have to use this heat pump. I can't use my gas stove anymore because somebody says it's bad for my my indoor my indoor air quality. So everything's electric. My car's electric, and now I have to. The, the power plant has to clean up the way that they make the electricity. And now all of a sudden, my electricity is more money than my mortgage? Yeah. Those are real stories. Those are really happening already across the country. And it's... Co- more and more. You're hearing more and more. It's coming. It's coming this direction. And it will it will hit here uh, sooner than, than later. And, you know, we, why are we even talking about this? We're in the propane business. We're not in the electric business. Well, because because propane can actually be a solution in an overall plan to help get us where we need to be with the clean energy solutions, but at the same time, not going broke and being environmentally conscious. You can do that with propane. When you think propane, most people think of their barbecue. Right. But did you know we can also heat, cool, and power our homes with propane? I know this. You can actually power, you can heat a pool, you can clean your clothes, you can have your refrigerator, keeping things nice and chilly. You can run your air conditioner with the propane-powered combined heat and cooling unit. You can run, you can cook with it, you can clean with it. You could you could have a little tiny uh, micro system, a micro combined heat and power unit at your house that would do all of these things and you could just run it on clean propane right there at your home or at your business. And in fact, these things are not just for your home. They can support hundreds of, of 
rooms or hotel or condominiums in different areas where there's a natural disaster like well there, well there's puerto rico yeah there's some hurricane stuff that happened in puerto rico yeah hurricane fiona she went through puerto rico and the power was out for over a hundred days nobody had power we all heard, heard about this except for one Puerto Rican beach resort known as Rincon, with 112 rooms and 24 condos. Even though uh, Hurricane Fiona knocked out everything on the island, their lights were on the entire time with propane. With it, with, so it's, this says there's 112 rooms, 24 condos. Right. And this was all powered up. It was cooled heat and electricity. From their propane-powered combined heat and power unit, and this thing looks like—and there's a photo of it here on this article—and we'll we'll post it on our on our website when you when you click this. Thestateofenergy.com. There you go, and you'll see it's it's not that big. It looks like a little 20-foot shipping container, maybe, but it runs on propane. It's clean, and and it also there's also a story here that says, well, the island has liquid natural gas, and it's it's plumbed for natural gas. Why didn't you? just use natural gas and the and the and there's a, a quote here from this manager that says because we needed the resiliency of having the propane on site because uh-huh. you never know what could happen with a little microgrid of of the natural gas grid either yeah line yeah line cracks you're it's over and uh, this this Puerto Rican resort if you were just to stay at the resort the entire 100 plus days the power was out all over the island you would not know that there was an issue no. because of propane. You walk in your room, it's cool. Mm-hmm. You got hot water. You got power. You, you wouldn't know there was a natural disaster that happened. Earthquakes happen all the time. They take out gas lines. But if you have on-site propane that's clean, ready to run your little CHP unit, you don't even have to worry about that. There's so many different types of natural disasters that can happen, and you're isolated from all that with this with this energy security that's so it's a it's a wonderful fuel that's clean and and is secure well yeah and then for those uh, in california a chp that's combined heat and power just so you don't think you're gonna have uh, officers of the laws on motorcycles come into your house <laughs> no, and in not california the, not the chips <laughs> we, we continue to lose our minds because there's a bill here uh that could help make evs a blackout solution the state might require every electric vehicle to be capable of powering your home and the grid through a process called bi-directional charging and coming soon trans-directional charging Hey, all right. It's a positive connotation, folks. So, yeah, I mean, it's just like, what are we doing? We're going to have our cars try to charge our house, and we can't even keep power in the house on, so we're going to have a dead car and a house with no energy or no electricity. So do you think, like, a big resort hotel might just have a whole fleet of electric cars just so they can plug themselves back into the hotel to keep them running? Yeah, that makes sense. Like this guy in, in Puerto Rico did with this? Yeah. You know what the problem I have with this this uh, this bill that says well f- first they're like they're gonna say okay auto manufacturer you have to make your car be able to have electricity flow both ways so now it's got to go back into this house there's so many home do-it-yourselfer guys out there that are like oh i'm gonna charge my i'm gonna charge my car myself right they're gonna they don't want to spend the money to have an electrician come out and do it right 
But if you have a backup generator that runs on propane, you have a, an electrician wire up this uh, the switch, this transfer switch that automatically when the power goes out, it cuts the power to the rest of the neighborhood so that you can't back feed down the grid so that if there's somebody repairing it, that they get they don't get injured well you have to you know you really have to be dedicated to you got to you're gonna have to have the space you're gonna put the generator in you're gonna get the electrician but if all of a sudden everybody's car is able to do this and you're like power's out what should we do well crap just go grab the car and we'll just plug it in backwards to the power (laughs) to the wall socket like i can see this happening now and then all of a sudden Oh my god. And gosh. the fires is- that are going to happen and firefighters hate dealing with EV fighters and then we're going to have fires and then we're going to have uh, you know houses with these giant batteries that are going to be on fire and I mean the number one way they deal with them is let them burn out. This is this is going to be a disaster if this actually goes through. Yeah. So I hope that this I hope this doesn't happen. No, let's learn from the folks in Puerto Rico. Let's learn from that because that's an amazing story. Yeah. That is Tom Clark, executive director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. My name is Randy Witt and we are always online at thestateofenergy.com. <laughs>